This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Let's the record show that we started the show on time. Woo-hoo! Friday. Look at that. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Friday, Bostonian versus the book here on props.com. Our YouTube stream is up and running. Our Twitter stream is up and running. You guys can get the podcast. I didn't realize we're on iHeartRadio. I didn't realize we were on the iHeartRadio app today. Found that out today that we're on the iHeartRadio app. So we're, that. we're everywhere here. We need our, our post show, but we are live every day, every weekday. We are live here on the Props YouTube channel and on Twitter at Boston versus the book to follow us on Twitter. Dave, I'm tired. I'm <laughs> tired today. I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Mother Nature, but oh. we we pissed off somebody here because Man. the wind is we're joking about it, but it's getting to be a problem now because now it's messing up my sleep. I'm tired. I didn't sleep well. I uh I said to hell with it. I, I went, I, I actually put a hoodie on, like covered my eyes, ears, everything, because the noise from the wind feels like it's it's one thing. And then you go outside just to check to see if you're going to Kansas, like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like, well, I mean, you're just waiting for it to blow over. And I can't see. I can't <laughs> breathe. The shit is in the air. It's, it's been driving me crazy. And now today raining. it's raining. <laughs> which, which means accidents all over the city. Which so- <laughs> means I'm not leaving the house. I had plans. I ain't leaving nowhere today. People, if you ain't been to Vegas, it's one thing. If you've been to Vegas and it's raining, stay where you're at. Because nobody knows how to drive in the rain. All so right, hey, the 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 chat's all concerned about my shirt. What does this it is say? This is an Andover Warriors baseball shirt. This is Andover my, Warriors baseball. This is my my hometown. Okay. This is this is my my brother played varsity baseball for years. So this is an older shirt from my brother. Okay. It's not a, not a Golden State Warriors, although you could probably equate it to. <laughs> Golden State Warriors, if you would like. <laughs> People are getting confused. Like, you're wearing a Celtics hat and a Warrior shirt? It doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. This is a Andover, Massachusetts shirt. Makes perfect sense to me. That could be the NBA Finals preview right it there. It would be beautiful. I would, and I have, I, it would be a wonderful thing. Although I don't have a ticket on the Warriors. I never bought that ticket on the Warriors. I just had the. But you did. What are you talking about? Did, do I have a ticket on the Warriors? Yes, you bought that shit. Oh, I did. Okay. You got Celtics yeah. at 10 to 1. You got Celtics. Oh, no. I, I have Celtics you got Suns Warriors and Warriors. That's right. Yeah, I have Celtics Suns yeah. and Warriors. I forgot about the Warriors ticket. Yeah. I do have a Warriors ticket. Okay, so I do have that. So I, I have count three. history. I have three. I got to go back because I, I I make my futures bets in other places. That's why I forget sometimes what I bought, <laughs> bought with tickets. So like, you know, there's different ways of getting out and getting down on the futures market versus on the actual market. So just the way that I roll on those <laughs> with, with futures markets, just you know. It's it's a little safer to not have to put the money down, but yes, you know, betting on credit sometimes is fun. Uh, moving on, <laughs> um, there are opportunities I think for people who are coming to Vegas for the draft. Okay, 
We're going to say this for every day at the start of the show for the next four shows. You cannot bet on the draft on Thursday Mm -mm. in Nevada. Mm -mm. Okay? Cannot. Coming here, if you're going to be in Reno, if you're going to be in Las Vegas, if you're going to be anywhere in the state inside of our you know, confines, our state border, you are not allowed to bet on the draft on the day of the draft. I can't believe we're still here. I can't believe they didn't change the rule. Even with the draft Mm-mm. here in Vegas, the mm-hmm. Gaming Control Board did not change the rule. Nope. I feel for the people behind the counter, Dave, on Thursday morning. I've been there. It sucks. It's terrible. And there's no, there's no explanation it's good. <laughs> There's nothing. Well, we took it down. Why? Gaming control board made us do it. Well, that's dumb. You're right, sir. <laughs> um, well, You're how right. do I bet it? You 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 yeah. don't. You go to Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, you can right drive down. Cross over Hoover Dam. Get over yep. there and see if that geo thing uh, will locate that, you over there. If you're coming, they will. It does. So if you want, if you're coming, got to go a little further than the dam. It won't. Yeah, you got to go probably. Right you have to go past to the next cell phone tower, whatever yeah. that. Whoever the next larger town is, yeah, you got to get within their range into their cell phone tower triangulation, and then you can go and use it. But it is a problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, that I've seen people write about today, being like, "Hey, FYI, we're under a week away. If you're coming in here, you got plans. Make sure you understand this." And some people are like, "Wait, I'm landing on Wednesday night. Are the books going to be open?" I'm like, well, depends upon the book and depends upon the time. But yeah, you're going to have to get down there pretty quick and make sure you get your bets in because the second it hits midnight, you're done. Yeah, books may be closing probably around 10, I would guess, 10 p.m. So you better get your bets in before that. (laughs) Oh, if you run another state, bet it before you come. Unfortunately, you can't, you know, you got to just put, I've been telling people all week, um, before you leave, like people are flying in Tuesday night, Wednesday right. night, sitting at the airport, waiting to get boarded on a plane, put your bets in. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's 24 hours in advance for a lot of people. That's a lot of lead time. Most people like to bet right within an hour before the game starts. I get it. You ain't going to be able to do it when you come here. So just to let you know, by the way, the chat was late. We were on time today. <laughs> And the chat was late. So roll call Friday, Zachary Hutton, Pierre's Ch- Chevrolet, Chevalier. I love it. SoCal DJ, Big Nelly Buckets is in the house. Who else? I don't Stevie Mac, of course, is here. Can I read Stephen Mac's post just real quick? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he said, I'm going to try to come to Vegas and bet on the draft on draft day. If they don't let me, I'm going to punch someone. <laughs> then Woj can take and make a statement about fighting because people can't make sports gamble. <laughs> That's really oh, good. Is it going to hit somebody behind the counter? Because it ain't their fault. Hit no, somebody at fault. the other side of the counter. Not their fault at all. Stevie not Mac. Not their fault. Who we got? Matt Rafferty. He's in the house. Rafi, Toledi's here. Toledi's always here. I, saw I don't know what Toledi does, but he's always here. Jordan, Jordan's always here. Jordan G is an OG. He's been here from day one. He's been <laughs> with us every day for like four and a half months. What episode number are we on, by the way? 92. 92. We're getting close to 100. I'm, try- I'm hoping we get the hats made. I- I'm checking in today Damn. to see where we are in the hats. So hopefully People we- want the hats, P-Rope. 
before we get to 100, hopefully Goodness we gracious. We, we I have a whole giveaway set up already planned out how we're going to do the 100th celebration, but man, uh, hopefully oh, we, man. Get the, we get the BV, the BVB hats into production. Vince is here. Vinny, Connor was Connor Winsky. Man, I'm so bad with the names. Just Nate is here. Guy. It's easier. Holy crap. This is great. We got people here. We got to do a show. Yeah, we do. Roll call Friday, as you call it. Well, speaking of fights, who is to blame, Dave? Last night, Wrigley Field. Thursday night, drinking action. All the boys having a little bit too much of the soda pop. And we got our first full-blown, straight-up Wrigley Field melee last night. We betting on the Illinois passing of sports betting on this for this fight to happen last night? They all had the nerfy, don't you know? They all they all had the nerfy. That's probably what it was. They're the same team fans. <laughs> yep. Like, what are you fighting about, you idiots? I, I, we're gonna have to. This is gonna be a theme. We're gonna keep an eye on this now because <laughs> we gotta we gotta make sure that people like Woj and stuff know it's not the gambling, bro. It's nothing to do with the gambling. These idiots are out in the bleachers on a nice night in Wrigley. Watching my buckos take him down. Here we go, Pittsburgh. Six and seven. Oh, only you only you would be excited about a six and seven start. Listen, <laughs> if we could get to 500, we're on our road Whoa, to over 64 and a half. I need over 64 and a half. That's you'll, all I want. You'll get that. Yeah, you, you'll get. Don't that. put that shit on me now. Stop okay. saying it. Don't do you. Please. I would have. I would have bet it. I. 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 I don't like watching well, thank, baseball, but thank goodness Cincinnati's in the division. Cincinnati's the worst team in the National League. They are. Can they? Can, can they please trade Joey Votto? Can they please put him on a good team? They need to Ray Bork that guy. Straight up. Oh, Ray, Ray Bork that guy. That guy needs to go play for a contender. Get him a ring. Don't bury his whole career. Where's he gonna go? Dodgers? Anywhere. I'd take him on the Red Sox. He's gonna he gotta go to a red team, I think. We can't go to a, we can't go to maybe the Cardinals. You right. Oh no, he can't play first base. Cardinals. Everybody he, got a good first baseman, P Roll. Where's he gonna go? Red Sox have a good first baseman. Oh, I think you're underestimating their first baseman. Okay. I don't know. I'll take him. I don't I'll take know. Him People fight in the stands got to stop. This is <laughs> bullshit. It's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. It's going to stop. It's going to become a complete and total problem for because now we're all going to pay attention to it and we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. I've been paying attention to it for 15 years. Like, because since we had the first daughter, right. I noticed it even more. But I noticed it back in the day going to games, you know, because like even me and Jess would go to games just. Regular games, high school games, college games, whatever. She likes to go watch sports and, you know, pretend like she wants to hang out with me. She's usually on her phone scrolling something, but she's watching a game sometimes. But you look around and you see this animosity and people just want to feel brave like those dumbasses on the plane yesterday. I mean, they were on shrooms, but they were dumbasses. And they poked the bear and they started a fight. <laughs> now you got a guy sitting two rows in front of you. He says something. Somebody says something, everybody wants a fight. Just sit down and watch the damn game. Sick. Are we doing it injustice by showing it like all these websites and all this stuff on social media? Should we not be showing it or we, can we shame people into actually acting like civilized human beings? 
I think we have to talk about it in the context of the of the comments from Woj, but I do agree with you that the more you do talk about it, the more people say, oh, look at me because of cell phones. I mean, <sighs> there was a dude in that fight when I watched it. Like, this is the other really funny thing. Like, everybody thinks they're now MMA fighters. <laughs> so there's a dude who literally gets, he does a rear, he's trying to do a rear naked choke of the guy and the guy spins around. So then he's got him on. He's still trying to choke him out, but he's like trying to do the, 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 the leg lock. He's like throwing, he's trying to throw his legs over the guys to kind of like get the figure four. It's like, dude, you don't know jujitsu. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Like, why are you even trying? And he wouldn't let go. Like people were like tapping on the guy. Like he's done. He's done. Like, let it go. And he wouldn't, he just kept his like headlock on the guy and wouldn't let him go. Needed Herb Dean to get in there. Seriously. I was just like, okay, so that's a new thing. So now we're videotaping everybody and everybody thinks that they're a UFC fighter. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that, that's how we're going to go now. And I, I often say this, like, in particular, in this town in Vegas, you ever come here, never get into a fight with a stranger. Ever. Ever. Because the likelihood that the person actually knows what the fuck they're doing is high. I mean, like, really high. Or crazy. Or crazy. But the number of people who train, like, guys that you would never think who know what they're doing in boxing or jujitsu or Muay Thai... And then I've seen them getting into like just either sparring matches or fights. And you're like, oh, my God, you would kill somebody if you walked up on them at a, at a gas station and said something, you know, whatever, some inflammatory comment to them or about their girlfriend or whatever it might be. This is not the town to get into fights like this is fight town USA. And you have no idea what someone's background is aside from the guns, because the other side of it is the crazy people. You're right. Oh, pull guns in two seconds in this town and you're in trouble. Yeah. Like, you, you, trouble. you can't mess. And people that know like any sort of combat skills, I was messing around. I coached Frank Mir's daughter, Bella, in softball. I see Frank we, Mir at my gym like every week. He's well, still tell Frank, in, you, tell Frank still you know in, me and say hello. Okay. He's because, in insane shape still. He is oh, he's, still. Oh, he, he just fought not that long ago. He got beat up again. I mean, Frank's still trying to do it. I don't know what Frank's <laughs> doing, but... Bella and I were in between games. She said, Coach Dave, I want to uh, show you something or whatever. Like, we're going to mess around wrestling. So he stood up, and she, she did a shoot or something. She had me no, in a pretzel shot, in three legs, seconds. Yeah. So she grabbed your legs, she yanked, and she pulled you on your back. Yeah. She, well, no. She went for my waist and then flipped me down, and my arm was back behind my head oh, like this. And I was like, Bella, nice. I was screaming, <laughs> Bella. <laughs> And, and it happened so fast. I said, I'm never messing around with you again. Don't <laughs> ever do that to me again. She scared me. One, two, flipped me down so fast. And three, I thought my arm was going to snap. And she's laughing. She's like, ha, 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 Coach Dave, I just learned that last week. And I oh. said, Bella, like, don't ever do that again. And so having that, your dad is Frank Mir. Like your dad can teach you. Your dad, I think he's a black belt in jujitsu, but he's also just a monster of a human being. He can teach you how to fight. That's my. That's what I mean. Like you'd, you'd like some girl would run up on that girl and have no idea, like grab her hair or something, have no idea who she's messing with, and all of a sudden she's in a world of hurt because of who she is and, who, and what she learned. It's it's um, it's scary. You got to be very careful. You're right. Like don't mess with. I mean, just in general, don't fight. It's dumb. Yeah, but jujitsu. But here, the, the design of jujitsu is to kill you. So it's the one mixed martial arts that the design is to kill you. That that's why it was created. Mm. It's why it was. It is to literally take your life. So like, if you have up, I mean, anybody who knows even a little bit of it, 
do not mess with them. <laughs> they are they are not to be played with by any means. They'll break your arm, they'll break yeah. your ankle, yeah. or they'll choke the life out of you. One Damn. of the two. No, thank you. It is an unbelievable mark. Hard I mean, pass for me. Muay Thai, boxing, you know, those are my things. I, I enjoy watching that. I enjoy doing that. Watching somebody roll for mixed martial arts, watching them do jujitsu is like, holy crap. <laughs> it is in wrestlers too, but wrestlers are more about control and power and strength. Jiu-jitsu is about ending you. So it's, it's a very unique medium. All right. Uh, last night, last night was a wonderful opportunity. And we've talked about it a lot, Dave, on this show. Live betting last night. I did a lot of it last night. I had a very oh. good night. I had a very good night last night with live betting. I mean, these do- these home dogs or home teams, when they go down by double digits, I'm not saying you do it blindly, but last night, I mean, the favorites, if you saw a favorite or a fav- or a team at home going down by double digits, you just fly. I-, I had nuggets plus 10. Go ahead and grab on that last night. They win. The- they lost the game by six. Unbelievable betting opportunities last night in game. It's hard to keep up. <clears throat> it's a good thing. The games are spaced out because there's betting opportunities. I've been saying this since I was in the risk room. I kept saying people like I had the advantage of taking everybody's bets and I could see all the mistakes made, but I could also see where it was time to buy, where it was time to sell, where it was. And all I was literally doing was trying to create middles for the book. Mm. And I was doing this myself unbeknownst to myself when I was betting. You're absolutely right. You watch these games now. It's not a regular season thing all the time because they'll punt in a regular season game in February, a bad team against a good team. They're down 18, start the fourth. They'll lose by 30. Mm -hmm. Not in the playoffs. In the playoffs, there's a lot of swings come back. We haven't seen too many blowouts, you know, one or two like major blowouts. There's a lot of opportunity. Last night was a perfect example for it. Well, let's talk about the Timberwolves up by 20, two separate times last night at home. What was that? That is a world-class choke job. My God, by the Timberwolves. You could have gotten plus 19 Dave in that game. Multiple times, not just once. I know multiple (laughs) times you could have taken (laughs) plus 19 and if you took money line, it was six fifty or plus seven hundred. I saw oh, one at eight hundred. Yeah, I was going to say it was ten or ten or twelve to one. Here in Vegas, point. it was six fifty and plus seven. Those yeah. are the two numbers I saw here in Vegas. Yeah. But I know off uh, in, on the East Coast, I think Fanduel was at eight fifty. Some other yeah. books. I mean, if you came in and said Memphis wins the game, and I, I think somebody told me that the second time they went down by twenty, it was even higher on the on yeah. the money line. It the is first because. Time, it's later, right? Later, later in the game, the margins as the as the margins of uh, how much a team is down get that big again. The time because it's shorter, the price gets better on the dog. This get they they're doing the splits. It's not like you can lay ten to one and take six fifty. Right. You know, it becomes lay twenty to one or lay thirty to one and take fifteen. Like the, the gaps become a little bit too big to it for my taste, but still there's good prices. Right. But that was incredible. I mean, how do you recover from that? How the hell do you recover from that? If you're Minnesota, I don't know. That is a choke of chokes at home Man. in the postseason when you're up by 20 twice. 
and you have a chance to go up two games to one. You have a chance to keep home court advantage away from Memphis. And Jaw did, I mean, Jaw had a triple double. Jaw was was not scoring me. He did everything else. So our prop bet of the day got blown up big time. You were right on that. We were going to either get it, you know, sweaty or have it be gone. And it was yeah. gone. Jaw yeah. blew over the uh, six and a half rebounds he was projected to have. But it's the other guys. It's the, it's the fact that, I mean, I, th- I thought, I don't know how much you watched of it, but I thought Jaw learned a little bit about, like, maybe the team is better when I'm not ball dominant and I'm going to give it up. And At I'm, I'm, one point, I was actually on the air and I said to Gabe and Cam, did you see that? And they're like, what? I'm like, the coach called timeout and took him out and walked him over with his arm around him saying, like he was pointing at the other guys. He's like, you got to give them the ball. Like it looked like he was telling them like, look, facilitate tonight. Some nights you got to do what you do. Tonight's not it. You're not getting the shots. You know, you're, not really getting to the free throw line. There was a lot of times he took it to the hoop. They're a better team when he doesn't take over. I mean, he's got help. Like this is not like LeBron with the Cavaliers, right? He has help. Like he's got players who can help him and and he's got to be willing to allow them to help. And if he doesn't, they're not going to win this series. And it felt like they had to go down by 20 for that to click with Ja as to like, Stop jacking shots. Stop dragging one on, you know, driving one on two. Play inside the system. And once he started to do that, everything changed. Oh, it was incredible. Um, I think I learned a little bit more about Memphis than I did about Minnesota. I agree. I learned that Memphis is growing up right before our eyes. Like they don't, the the difference between regular season basketball and playoff basketball is there got to be times when you have an alpha, you got a dog who you got to go. We need a bucket or a trip to the free throw line right now. It's uh, they're on an eight Oh run. We're on the road. Yeah. Who we give the ball to Memphis. don't got a guy. They thought jaw was maybe it was him. Like he was thinking in his head, but last night, Maybe it's three guys, whoever it is. Like, that's the beauty of team basketball like the Warriors are playing right now. It's it's artistry. It's like the Celtics are playing right now, you know, or even like the Sixers are playing right now. Like, those are the teams that I keep thinking of that have multiple outlets. They have a guy. Mm. Those teams have a guy, but it doesn't have to be that guy every time. Memphis found out last yesterday, down 20 twice. Win the game, would they win by eight or 10? Yeah, think, right? Yeah, I, seven, eight, yeah. I th- it was almost double digits. They covered. Like, yeah, I mean, they easily well, covered. They covered easy. Yeah. But I, I learned a lot. Um, maybe, I mean, what are we headed for for the next round? I don't want to get there yet, but you want to talk about must watch. TV as far as sports. The next round of the NBA playoffs are going to be absolute stop everything you're doing and watch the game and probably make eight to 10 in-game bets. <laughs> it's going to be that good. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so last night, Jokic at home, game three, I had the first quarter. They lost it by two. So I lost that bet. And then they come back. They were down pretty big. They came back in the fourth quarter. They took the lead. They had the building rocking. 
And then the Warriors end the game on like a 12-2 run. <laughs> and Jordan Poole is playing out of his mind at the moment for the Warriors. But Jokic and the Embiid conversation is pretty heavy right now. And I got to say this, even though I would have voted if I had a vote for Jokic to win the MVP, given the injuries his team suffered, it's not a good look when Embiid's hitting threes (laughs) to win a game on the road to go up 3-0. And Jokic is now down 3-0 to the Warriors, and they blew a lead at home in the fourth quarter. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I hate the whole, like, why are you voting for the MVP already? Why are all the votes in? Because I, I thought it had to be at the, end of, at, at the end of the regular season, you had to vote for it. Shouldn't we maybe put that on pause? I would agree. I think all, I think everything should include the postseason. Yes, but it's a regular <laughs> season award because of payment. You got to remember going back to when, when do the guys get paid? They get paid in the regular seasons. The award has to be a regular season award. It's fine because of the bonuses. I understand. But if you're voting, if you ask anyone that voted before the regular season ended and right now, ask the people that have to submit the vote, if they would change their vote right now, (laughs) like just right now, it's only been a week. Like, I mean, can we change the process? The whole thing. I understand and I understand the comparison and all this stuff. But I mean, in another week or two, you might say I might need to vote for Luca. Why? Who's more valuable to their team? Right now? If Luca comes back and Booker's out. Right. I mean, you could make an c- argument to vote for Booker. Yeah, but Brunson is – I mean, Dallas is up 2-1 without him. Yeah, but it's Utah. That was okay. to be expected. It's still 2-1 without him. I mean, that's still – I know. I think it but, hurts Luka's case that they're winning without him. When he comes back, if Booker ain't back, mm-hmm. what if what if Phoenix loses to the Pelicans because Booker's out? What if that happens? He's the most valuable player. Yeah. Like all this stuff matters. Like to, to, or I think it just lessens the award. Like how do people bet on this shit? I feel bad because it's hard as hell. Right. Like, (laughs) I mean, we got, we got a lot of people. I know a lot of people. I was talking about it on my podcast for, for months talking about Embiid was 50 to one. A lot of people have tickets on 50 to one, 40 to one, 30 to one on Embiid. CLV in the trash can. Man, that's one of the best of all time. I, I yep. thought our our uh, bucks one from minus three sixty to thirty to one was good. You're holding a fifty to one or forty to one ticket on on Embiid. It closed like plus one twenty. Trash can. Gonna lose. <laughs> it's gonna lose. It stinks. It does stink. Even though I think Embiid is more valuable than Jokic now. I mean, just given the biggest, most important games of the year, that this is my argument back in 2018, looking at Mookie Betts versus Mike Trout. Mike Trout won the MVP on a shit baseball team, didn't play a meaningful game after July 4th. Red Sox won, went to the World Series, played. Mookie was unbelievable. Nope. <laughs> Mike Trout wins the MVP, not Mookie Betts. I think it matters. I think big games I, matter. Playoffs I mean, matter. I think playoffs should matter. There's, there's an award at least in hockey, um, you know, for playoff MVP. 
Um, there's one in the NBA too, right? There's a playoff MVP award. I believe so, but it's not like prestigious. It's not. Well, that's it should be. I so it's I was not. just going to ask you. Yeah. Would you rather win the playoff MVP award or the regular season MVP award? I'd rather win a ring. I don't care about either one. I want a championship. If I have to pick between the two and not win a ring, I want the regular season. It's a longer run. 82 games. I'll take the playoff MVP award if I got to pick between the two because that probably means I want a championship, which I'm okay, with you. That's fine. A hundred percent. I'd rather win. I had this discussion back in the day with one of my dearest friends. I was the best man in his wedding, my line mate in high school. And we had a, we had a knockdown drag out argument over this. Would you rather be the number one center on the number one line on an NHL team that doesn't make the playoffs or the third or fourth line checking line winger who wins the Stanley cup? In professional sports? In hockey. This was, we were talking about it in hockey. It's hard because the amount of money I'm going to make as a number one center on a top line, bad uh-huh. team, uh-huh. dwarfs what I'm going to make as a fourth line checking guy. Okay. So the money to me, I want to win, but at the end of the day, it's still a job. So like, if you're talking about, do I, am I going to be compensated similarly, then a hundred percent, I'll be the third or fourth line checking guy if I get a ring. But the first line center is getting paid dramatically more than the guy in the fourth line. All right. So that's tough. If all things are equal, money wise, all things equal, I'll take the fourth line ring for, I'll take the title. So the money back in the day, I mean, we're having this discussion let's say 35 years ago. Okay. Wasn't that big of a difference. You know, it was like, I mean, because the salaries weren't what they were. So right. from the top guy on the team to, you know, the, the veteran above minimum, but not much above minimum, wasn't that gap, you know, that big. Yeah. And he said the same thing. He's like, I want to be the number one line center. I'll get to go to the all-star game because I'm the representative. I get to, you know, get the money and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, man, I been on bad teams. Like I've been, it sucks going to the rink every day when you're, you know, the Buffalo Sabres, right? Like it's tough, like Arizona coyotes. Here we go again. Like I got to go to practice. I got to fly. I mean, we, we start the game. We're minus 500 dogs. Right. <laughs> Out of the gate. Sucks. Right. You like, suck. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you're, you know, you're overmatched from the time the puck. Gets right. Off. And there's, yeah. you can't get traded. You can't, you can't get traded. So I, I was like, I'd rather at least one time hold the cup like and, and be on that winning team. So it's a good discussion. Name on the cup is unbelievable. History. It's, it's eternal. Yeah, it's there. I mean, it's, it's, it's the best trophy in sports. I mean, it really, yeah. it, it really is the best trophy so, in sports. I don't know. All right, so favorites are 18 and 8 ATS now. Dear Lord. In the NBA playoffs. We'll get to the games here in, in, in a second coming up here today. But like, do you ride this? Do you just bet this until it stops? I mean, it's ridiculous every night. It's even last night, freaking the, the Grizzlies. It's like, oh, okay, trend's going to stop. Nope, they covered. Grizzlies came back and they covered. Warriors <laughs> covered. What What do you do with this? If, if, if you're looking at this from a trend perspective, do you ride it or do you fade it? Well, you don't fade it. Okay. 
You don't fade it. I don't think you blindly follow it, but I think it it starts to mess with your head when you're starting to handicap. You're like, Jesus, tonight, tonight I take the dogs? Like, I mean, I was adamant yesterday. I've been adamant all series that Dallas was the right side of that game. And you're right. And yep. Just, you know, so I didn't care how many favorites are winning. I bought that over, by the way. It went over by 30 points. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't just go over. It went over by 30. Two ten and a half. They missed that, and then the the movement was down. It closed at two oh eight and a half. Yeah. Well, you can tell that Jason Kidd and the Mavs have made a conscious decision. We're shooting threes, and we're running. Keep shooting threes, and we're going up tempo. We're going to go attack. We're going to attack. Go bear. We're not going to let them get set up. And I mean, I couldn't believe the pace of that game. It was ninety seven ninety two in the third quarter. It's like holy crap! Like this I is- thought, I saw that too. At the same, I thought that was the final. Right. I was like, wait a second, there's a whole nother quarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you have to consider it. Like, does that affect you even like looking at the lines overnight, or is yes. that in your head? A hundred percent. I just, I I better all day. I mean, we'll do better to book it, but I just said, "Fuck this! I'm not fading this stuff. I'm uh, uh-uh. I'm not I'm not gonna get. In, I'm getting this train. We're gonna run me over if I'm gonna. If, if I'm not getting in front of this train. Like t- tonight, tonight is Chalk City in my mind. I we'll mean, get, we'll get to it, but it's. I mean, today is Chalk Chalk. Is chalk. it enough? Is it enough to? Um, so. Is it enough to flip your decision? Like if you're wavering and you're like, ah, I really like the dog tonight, it's not, but it's these enough favorites to are rolling. So, or is it, or do you just pass on the game? I'm passing on the heat game for that reason. Okay. Okay. That's good. Because, That's good. I, because I am adamant the heat are going to win this game. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pass this because the Hawks, I've loved the Hawks for two years now. And I have had a tough time betting them and seeing them correctly mm-hmm. and watch them. I mean, watch Trey go for 50 tonight. I mean, it's it's just I I'm staying off of the game, even though I would bet Miami minus one and a half. I would I would sit there and say that for sure. Trey um, going for fifty is probably the only way they win, right? I don't know. I mean, he got to light him up. Yes, but I don't he know got, if he needs fifty. He got to go over his scoring prop, whatever it is. Thirty one and a half. Thirty one. He got to go over that. He's got to carry the team. He's got to be a superstar. They don't. There's no other path to victory for the Hawks than without Trey Young lighting it up tonight. Before we get to the games tonight, NHL yep. favorites went nine and two last night and nine and two on the puck line. What the Somebody hell was that? Some last night. What the <laughs> hell was that? I mean, that's, and Dallas lost last night. Yes, they did. Well, they were huge dogs to Calgary. I mean, Calgary was minus two twenty. Still, it's a game that puts. We'll get to it later. But oh, Vegas and oh. Dallas on a collision course for oh. Tuesday night. Mm. Big hockey game coming up on Tuesday night Man. in the Western Conference. Clear the calendar for that one. We're gonna be we're gonna have to. That's a playoff game. I can't wait for that. Um what do you do with that? That's one of the ones where you go in in the book or you close the night in the book and you hit the grade the last game and you're like, what the hell just happened? Like, because you don't see that coming, and that never happens. When favorites go nine and two money line. Half at most covered right. a puck line. Three, there's two, still, four, yeah. Four, there's three. a lot of one goal games or something. Eight, one. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Yeah, that was. Um, I think books are like, let's get to the playoffs already. Are you, watching, are you watching Sports Center, by the way? I am. Look at our boy, Joe Fortenbaugh. 
Look at look, look at the jacket Joe's got on. Damn, Joe. <laughs> I love Damn, it. Damn, Joe. Miami Vice, man. Don Johnson's got nothing on you. No, he do not. I love that. His outfit is so, oh, I like our boy I mean, Joe Fort. Joe Fortball's outfit looks phenomenal. Show him if you got him. That's <laughs> phenomenal. Sorry to interrupt, but yes, <laughs> it, it, it's tough. All right. Because I just saw that. I was like, I love the shirt. The shirt's very, a shirt I would wear. The jacket, I, I probably would wear that jacket, but that's a that's a nice looking outfit right there. <laughs> and, and I got to say, like, he has a fish poster in the background. Come on, Fortinball. What the? F- can't be doing that stuff. My gosh. <laughs> it's the yeah. setup. That's Joe Stick. I, Everybody's got something. Fish is Joe Stick. Have you seen Fish in concert? Um, no. Have you ever heard of a fish song? I have. I can't name one, <laughs> but I know I've heard it. Everyone's heard bouncing around the room. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. One day I'll tell stories of going to fish concerts and doing I hate fish. I oh. hate the dead and I hate fish. But oh I would go to the concerts for other reasons. So it was it was what, are they equivalent to the Grateful Dead? Yes. I had they're, they're I had dinner. one of the craziest nights ever at a Grateful Dead concert. I was working security. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no. yeah. So you were sober. <laughs> yeah. I signed on to 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 be a security guy at Three River Stadium. It was such a cush deal. They gave us a hundred cash. All we had to do nice. was stand around. I got to see all the shows. Pink Floyd. Whoa. Um, Billy Joel, Elton John. The full Pink Floyd, too. Um, you saw that. You saw the, the Rolling the Stones. Wow. And then the Grateful Dead. Which I, crowd, which crowd was the rowdiest? Oh, uh, there was a lot of people at the Rolling Stones concert that were like living a life that, I mean, that they Back probably the should have stopped living twenty years ago. Dead too. Grateful Dead, same same people. But the Grateful Dead crowd, Jerry Garcia died the next day in Shut Cincinnati. Up. I saw his last show. Oh my, that's some. That's amazing. I saw the last show. He went to Cincinnati, didn't wake up. Wow. But, we went to a bar after the Grateful Dead concert. And I went home and my dad asked me, how was it? I said, Dad, I'm worried about the future of humanity. <laughs> yep. He goes, what do you mean? I said, Dad, I've never seen the shit that I just saw. It started raining during the Grateful Dead concert. They love that. That's love it. They love that. It might have been the first time people showered in a week. Probably. (laughs) They love that. He played a song called Rain or something for 30 minutes. Yes. Yes. It was just some riff. I looked at my brother who was over at the next section. I said, What the fuck is this song? (laughs) When does it end? It doesn't. It Uh, didn't end for 30 minutes. I saw Dave Matthews. Back really on on the Under and Table and Dreaming tour, right when Dave started to come up before he got really big, and so is this early nineties? Early, early, early nineties, yeah. And he, uh, they played a song for twenty eight minutes, and I sat down halfway into it, and I was like, "This is horrible." It's like I hate this shit. I was so mad because I I hate jam bands. I don't like 30 minute songs. I'm not. You know, Who you know, does? People on acid. Oh, fair. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they like the 30 minutes because you go. a trip, a trip is a, it's generally eight to 10 hours. 
So when you get into a groove, you want you don't want it to stop. You just let it keep on rolling. And then depending upon what else you're taking, you're taking, you know, ecstasy as well and everything. I mean, it's just this whole like you have to be absolutely out of your mind. Gone. Gone. Gone, gone. To like that type of music. I just I I've never enjoyed it. I I <laughs> and so Dave Matthews changed. Dave Matthews became a frat boy band. And so they started to play 30 songs over the course of their concerts. And the next time I saw them, they were totally different. And it was like, right. thank goodness. But right. Dave Matthews got his start because Trey from fish gave them an opening spot on their tour. So that's how oh. Dave Matthews got big was because fish introduced them to all their crowds. So they were playing to a fish type crowd for a long time until they started to become more of a college rock type of band. But my God, I mean, we we used to go to, to go to fish shows just to go to the concert into into the well, there's a place called Great Woods at the time. I forget what they call it now, but um south of Boston on the South Shore. Basically, you just go to the parking lot because you could get whatever thing, whatever you were interested in doing. Like I had never experienced doing balloons before and, and, and doing nitrous. Did you say balloons? Yeah. You ever taken nitrous hits? No. So, 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 so nitrous is hard to find because you have to have a license to have a nitrous tank. So if you, you would go to fish shows to go get nitrous because it was really fun to do nitrous. So you would go and that's why we'd go to the fish shows just to go find somebody who's got balloons and they would be, you know, filling up balloons and handing them out. It was like five bucks a balloon that you go ahead. And, and, and what does it do? It creates this, this like pulsating sound in your head. It's laughing gas. So Sounds it's like fucking horrible. Oh, it's really fun. No, 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 no. It's, just, it's really fun. Pulsating it, noise in your head. It's like, won't, won't, won't. It's really fun. If you did it, I, I, I've done it since I was probably like 18, but like when you were a, a, a high school kid. Is it like inhaling a helium balloon? But it's nitrous. Yes. It's like, it's the same, pr- same process of getting the drug into your body. It's just not, it's, it's nitrous. It's not helium. It's fun. It was fun. I, I I wouldn't recommend you absolutely cannot do it now, but like back in the day, it was, <laughs> it was fun. So that's why we go to fish shows. We go to fish shows because we'd go and take, and so like whenever I see someone who like, like Fortinbow has got a poster for fish, I'm like, dude, really? Like you like this music? Like, honestly, like you actually enjoy going to these concerts and sitting there for four hours. Like my, my, my little brother, there was a famous fish show on new year's Eve in the Florida keys where they played for eight hours. They eight hours. Yeah. They started at 10 PM. They played to midnight and then they played till 6 AM the following morning when the sun came up. The last, the last, um, song was when the sun came up and like my brother was there. He drove from Massachusetts down to Florida. He was at this very famous fish show. And I'm always just like, I would have shot myself. Like I would have had no desire to do that. I can't believe it. Yep. That's terrible. There you go. All right. Miami minus one and a half tonight on the road at Atlanta. The books are plugging and playing. Like you said last night up two zero on the road, they were seven point favorites at home. Now they're one and a half or two point favorites on the board across the board here. Yep. Any shot for Atlanta other than Trey going off for 50 first quarter for first Atlanta, quarter, Atlanta, right? This is this is an autoplay. You got to play Atlanta in the first quarter. Right. I like Miami for the game. I mean, this is just one of those things. You got to hold your ground. Oh, I wrote the wrong parlay, Matt. Just FYI, on oh. the parlay for the better to book it, it should be Atlanta, not Miami. I wrote the wrong team. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Wrong team's favorite, but yes, I have a money line. I have a a three leg parlay for the don't bet a parlay parlay all in the first quarter tonight. Oh, nice. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> I would hope you have Atlanta in there. Yes. Um, but I mean, we saw it last night. Held our ground. I like Memphis. I could not get away from Memphis. And halfway through the game, I'm thinking, man, shit, what was I thinking? Then they came back and I was like, ha ha. All right, we're okay. Then I thought again in the third quarter, I'm like, God damn, his team's a young team. They don't know what they're doing. And then you watch the fourth quarter, and I was like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I lived and ebbed and flowed with that one, but but stayed true. Warriors just couldn't bring myself to like the Nuggets in the game. I feel the same way about Miami. Short number on the road. I know what the books are going to do. I know they want to need the dog, and I know it's square and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I know the ticket cash on two of the games yesterday. <laughs> I'm not, are you afraid of laying one and a half in this game? I'm not afraid of it. I'm just going to watch it in game because I don't know about yeah. the heat on the road in a game. They're up 2-0. Jimmy went for 45. Like, I don't know if they're due to lay an egg. Like, it's just, this is the game they drop. Like, are they going to sweep the Hawks? I, I, I didn't see a sweep coming. So like, they win tonight. Yeah, I think they win game four. So I I think tonight could be the night that Atlanta wins, but I need to see the game first. Right. So I'm not sold. I, I don't hate on you. If you want to take the heat minus one and a half, I don't blame you. I mean, right. it's, it's the side I think I would bet. Right. But I haven't bet. I'm just going to watch. I'm going to watch this game. I mean, but- we've been preaching. I've been preaching, Um, you know, and sometimes like the other guys I do shows and stuff with, I, you know, they're like, well, what do you like in the game? I'm like, I'm going to wait for the end game. Right. And that's not an acceptable answer to people who don't do it. But oh, it, it is an acceptable be. answer. Oh, it is to me. That's a very, it's a great answer. I mean, yeah. I, I, I've told the juice guys this all the time about like, you know, I can't pregame. I don't always have a feel in game. I have a, sometimes I have a much better feel than I do pregame because I've seen the game actually unfold and I've watched the line movement as to where the line was pre-flop and now in the game what the line is. So like I, I can't make it like I just go in on our Discord channel and try to tell people like, hey, this is where I'm playing, but I can't make it official because not everyone's on there at the exact moment that I'm placing this bet. Right. Volatile. So that's what makes it more complicated in, in our space as content guys. Everybody wants to know what we think or what are you betting where you are? And it's like, well, you know, I would have bet over this. I would have bet. I would. Have, I mean, I had the Nuggets plus 10 last night. That wasn't available long, but it was up 10 plus 10. I jumped on it. And it was Nuggets plus 10. And then they ended up winning by losing by six. So like, that's how I approached that game last night. I was, you know, not sold on the Nuggets to keep me close, except the first quarter. That was only pre-flop bet I made was Nuggets in the first quarter and that lost. So then I came back and took him on plus 10 that one. So I was flat on the game. That's a, I mean, in-game wagering. It's funny. I, I read this this morning. Um, in-game wagering for in New York for the NCAA tournament. DraftKings reported 25% of their handle in-game. FanDuel reported 30% of their handle in-game in New York. I was surprised by that. Um, that seems, I thought that was high. I'm not surprised by it because I don't think people once given or seeing it or listening to shows like ours or other shows where we're talking about it and can actually explain it. Once you go there, 
it's hard to make a pregame bet. You don't need to. Right. And you can use the pregame number as context for what is happening and know now where there might be value, where there won't. Like, and you can see it more. So I think it's happening. It's been happening. And I think it's going to keep happening. I remember um, when Paspa passed and these guys were telling me in-game betting is the future. In-game is betting the future. And everyone around them was going, people have no idea what you're talking about. Nobody's going to do that. You have to be so engaged to do it. No, you don't. Nope. Not in the NBA, you don't. Not in the NFL, you don't. And Not, not and in the, college football, yeah, you don't. And not in college basketball either. Not in college basketball, you don't. You can just turn yeah. it on. Some of the best times I've uh, I've made bets are five minutes to go in the fourth quarter of an NBA game. And that's right before it locks. You got to do it before the four-minute break. They've been doing it earlier, by the way, 440. I've been watching it. It's been 440, 430. They've been locking these games earlier because I've been I've been eyeballing that because I know you pointed that out. So I've been watching that. It's like when the game goes lock. Yeah. And I think um which game was it? It was a like game one of Memphis in Minnesota. It locked at 440. I was like, ooh. It's like you're locking this game early. <laughs> like you don't want to see what happens down the stretch in this game to see yeah. what we're gonna be. So yeah, it's uh it's interesting. I think it's going to I think it I don't know because of the sheer volume of bets and the gigantic bets that you take pregame. Right. The percentage is always going to be higher pregame for books. It's always going to be higher. But quantity of bets wise is going to go up. And then as I mean, I used to say it all the time, we'll raise limits the more bets we take, you hear Metcalf say this all the time at Circa too. We'd love to take more per game. We mm. need more volume mm. because if you have more volume, now somebody wants to walk in and we're taking 100000 a game, three or four guys can bet 100000 a game rather than, geez, we've got to keep the limits lower. So in-game limits will get raised, maybe. you got to be good at it if you're the book because the margins are so slim. So it's really interesting. Uh, by the way, DraftKings just hit a new low for their stock price in case oh you're boy. in there. $13.60. Mm. That is not. For the hell of it, I bought uh, four shares of DraftKings during the pandemic. Uh-huh. I think I bought it at $45. I think it was on the way up and it got to like 55, 60. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll sell it. I was like, Oh no, hang on to it. See what happens. It's now worth like, <laughs> I think you still got share. it. Yeah. I still have it. Oh, it's you got to take it all the way to the end. Huh? I, I don't, I mean, it's four shares. It was 200 bucks. It was, right. hell of it. Yeah. I, was I was bored out of my mind. I was just like, okay, I'll just buy it. And then this is what everybody was doing in a uh, pandemic. And then I bought, um, during the whole AMC thing and everybody was trying to buy AMC. I mm-hmm. bought, um, what did I buy? Boyd. I think I bought Boyd stocks for a hell of it. Okay. For like 200 bucks for a hell of it. And that's been okay. That's nice of Roger to show up in the chat, by the way. He's late. I don't know where, I don't know what part of the country Roger's in, but Roger's a little bit late for the roll call. You missed the roll call, Roger. Demerit for you, sir. But thank you for watching the show. So these next two plays, next two games, I am going to ride the streak here. I think the Bucks are going to kill the Bulls tonight. Do you really? Yep. I think they're going to kill them. I think this game goes over. I think they're going to kill them. 
Bulls go back to being the Bulls tonight. You think the game goes over? Did you say that? Yeah. A division game? A yeah. Bulls division game? You're going to buck that trend? Not, it's not bucking the trend. It's riding the trend. But you said Bulls games go under they division do. games. They do, but the last two games against the Milwaukee Bucks at Chicago went over. Chicago is five games over 500 to the over at home. And the number keeps on coming down, down, down. This is the, I got it at two. It's now 222 and a half. Number keeps on coming down. The last game, if Grayson Allen hits that free throw, the game goes over. So I think we got to the bottom and now it's time to get the over. Ooh. Does it scare you that a blowout? Could yeah, be that, that, that always scares me. But I mean, I looked at last night with Dallas. I feel, I feel, I feel the same way. We got to the bottom of Dallas. Game was flying over. I think we got to the bottom of the Bulls and, and, and the Bucks. I think Giannis is going to be on one tonight. I think it's unstoppable Giannis tonight. Mikey, awesome president and accounted for, sir. Welcome to the show. Um, I missed him earlier, so I have to apologize. Um, are you, you, you the Middleton injury doesn't even phase you at all? Uh uh-uh. uh. They know now. Like in the middle of the game, it was like, is he in? Is he out? How do you do it? They've played without him a lot. Drew Holiday's got to be really good tonight. But I don't think DeRozan goes for 41. Right. That's that's your best case. That's I mean, that's your your best uh point. I and I agree with that. I like Milwaukee too. I don't know if it's going to be as easy. I think I think Chicago may have a little bit of belief. I would agree with that. Uh, I think they believe it. Absolutely. Like, you can make a case the Bulls have outplayed Chicago uh, Milwaukee for six of the eight quarters. Yes. Hmm? Exactly. I, I agree. I think that's true. But I also think that's Milwaukee not paying attention. They had won 17 of 18 games. They go through those lulls, though. Like, they, they do that, too. I mean, it drives me crazy watching the games. And, I mean, I know they won the NBA championship last year, but there were times where it was just like, listen, we're going to create a wall right here, and Giannis isn't going to be able to run through it. Um, he's going to have to pass the ball. He'll try to run through it. I mean, he still tries to run yeah. through it. And it works sometimes. He just gets to the foul line and gets hit. I think this is one of the games where he just, it's a parade to the foul line for Giannis. He's taking In like Chicago. 20. Yeah. He's taking like 20 free throws tonight. He's just going to make them foul, 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 foul all day long. Very interesting. Um, They've got their attention now. This is okay. That uh, uh, again, it goes, the Bulls have covered both games. Mm-hmm. They covered game one. The number was really high. They covered and lost. They win game two as big dogs. Pretty easy to say to the Bucs. Um, you guys know we got, we're in a series. You know this, right? Like this team thinks they can beat us. We're the champs. Yeah. Let's come out and play like it. Wake um, me up. Let's go. Yeah. And now we only have to lay two and a half or three. Seems like the right side to me. But the Bulls in the first quarter, we got to bet the Bulls in the first quarter. This first quarter home no. team dog thing. Yeah, I, I'm actually not on that. Pass no. on that one? That No, I'm on the other side on that. Bucks first quarter. Yeah. What's the yep. line? Uh, one and a half. Bucks minus? Bucks minus one and a half. Yeah. In the first quarter. And they're two and a half for the game. 
Well, yesterday, Golden State was yep. minus two and a half, and the Nuggets were minus uh, one or minus a half for the game. Right. Crazy. So, yeah, I, I think uh, we'll, we'll get to that in, in, in right. a better to book it. But the next play uh, is my favorite play of the day. I like the Bucks to beat the Bulls. I think the Suns are going to kick the living shit out of the Pelicans tonight. Kick the living shit, you said, sir? Yes. I think the Suns are going to kill the Pelicans tonight. Whoa. This is, this, this is, again, you've woken them up. You've got their full attention, books out. Everyone's got to ride. Everyone's got to get going. CP3 has got to be the facilitator. I did, the Pelicans are not a good basketball team, okay? They're playing above their heads. They're going to be at home, but I think I think there's it's just too deep of a roster. They don't need one guy to step up. They need everyone to step up and play the way they're capable of. Ingram, Callum, who else? I mean, it's a bargain laying two with the Suns. Are you kidding me? It's a joke. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a massive it's, overreaction. It's, it's, this number should be five. I said it last night on the juice. Number should be five. Yeah. I, I got one and a half last night. Suns minus one and a half. Are you kidding me? It's basically a pick them in a playoff setting without Booker. I don't care without Booker. This team is not just Devin Booker. They've got a lot of weapons they can run through. Right. A lot of three-point shooters. A lot of guys who can go in there and get buckets. I'd actually feel better about taking New Orleans if they were down 0-2. In Booker I would agree. Out. Yes, 100%. But they won. They woke them up. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> this is my same philosophy with the Bucks. It's right. like you've got one of the best teams in the NBA, and all of a sudden you had them taste defeat, and now they're going on the road to a hostile environment. You better believe these boys are locked in for tonight. They, they, these guys aren't coming in with the, like, the, the, they got to play now. They're concerned. And they know, like, they've been practicing for three days. I mean, there's so much time between games. Right. And, you know, Monty and everybody, like, like all right, listen, Dean Book's been, he's going to be out. We got to get through this first round series. Let's do this now. Mm-hmm. We're going to run the offense this way, CP3. Let's do this. Like, you know now what you have to do and you've had three days to come up with a plan and you only have to lay two with the basketball team that won 60 something games. I know they were not the best player, but this is either going to be really easy or this is one of the ones where you put the fish hook right in your mouth <laughs> and you go like that. Like we got you, we got you. Cause you can't get out. You're, you're hooked. You're on it. And the Pelicans win, and you go, oh, my God. I cannot see the Suns being down 2-1. Look, I know our boys at Props Arizona. I get that Sean and Doug are are real homers, and they love their team. But Sean loves the Suns, watches every game, bets almost every game. He's heavy in the in, on this. Like on the Suns. On the Suns. How's yeah. he running? Is he running good right now? Uh, I don't know actually Back how, and he's, forth. How, how he's running, but, but it, mm-hmm. on this bet, I mean, him and I talked it out and like, I, I fully, if you want to hear his explanation, you can go to our TikTok or YouTube or TikTok or Instagram at bet props on TikTok and Instagram. Sean's got a video that's going to drop here at noon Pacific time explaining why he's so heavily on the suns, but I agree with him. 
I, I, I agree. I, I think the Suns and the move is, I think this number closes close to me. It might close at three. I mean, I think this thing is going to go up. I think it's going to be, a, it's going to be one-sided action. Maybe it's a trap for the books, uh-huh. but this is where I'm talking about the trend. 18 and eight ATS. Just need that trend to continue. We got some new guys in the chat right now. Comrade Voss is dropping in oh. teasers and Andy White talking about the totals and stuff. Welcome to the show, boys. We appreciate you watching. This is fantastic. Um, how's the total play out for you for this? This is a quite I the adjustment. No, I'm I really, don't know. I don't, the total, I don't know. I'm <laughs> struggling with the total in this game. I looked at it, I thought about it, and I was like, man. 216 seems very low. I I gave you pause. You didn't even think, oh, you got to bet over. It gave me pause because what am I missing? That Booker is going to, that they're going to play without Booker. Are they going to grind it? You know, are they going to slow it down and play a half court style? Game two closed 222. Did it not? It flew over. Yes. So why is it 216? What's the trap? Pause. Only because it seems too easy. To go over. Yeah. It just seems easy. It just seems like it's a layup. Oh, it's easy. Okay. Bet the over. Hey, I was like, sometimes um, the odds makers don't know shit either. I mean, there's no, you know, but yeah. adjusted it down because of Booker's being out. Correct. Okay. Right. That's I how mean, I feel about the side. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Simmons, by the way, probably not answered the question as to playing in game three against the Celtics. So, what, a, what a clown show. It really is. So Philly is laying three on the road at Toronto. You sense the theme Oh, shit. Here? It's Friday. We got to do the Saturday games, oh, too. Yeah. That's right. Here we go. I'm, I'm not touching the Sunday games because it's too far away. There's too much movement potentially coming. Way too much. We, we could do the Saturday. So we've got Atlanta. Twitter spaces. If the people will join us, we might have to do a Twitter spaces. Okay. They'll join us. So Atlanta, Chicago, New Orleans, and Toronto are all – Home dogs here. Isn't that crazy? They're all home dogs. <laughs> They're all catching points. And so far, it has not mattered. The road teams have won. Damn. Philly close out Toronto, or does Gabe get to go home happy? My goodness, just knowing Marenzi, they're going to lose. The <laughs> Raptors are going to lose. He's going to be so angry. <laughs> Told him don't start no shit because he's gonna get on TV. He's gonna start. Oh man, um, because he does the Sunday show, right? Still, no, 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 no. He's flying back. He's not doing the Sunday show. Oh yeah, no, he might do the radio show Sunday night. Oh god, I mean, (laughs) so he comes back after the loss. Oh god, he's gonna be so angry. Sports rage. Oh Oh, man, yeah. yeah. Um, up to the name. I mean, obviously, it's just Philly's best interest to wrap it up. Of course. Get this done and settled, and they can rest while these other... Does Toronto care to win game four? Yes. They do. Okay. I think so. I mean, you know Nick Nurse. Does he care? Not if he's going to L.A. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to Lakers. What the hell does he care? Earlier, more time to pack. Ay, ay, ay. He can then take the job if he gets bounced. Season over. Go to go to LA. I think you get an honest effort from the Raptors. All right. I think you do. I think I think they think I mean they should have won game 3. And I think 
they will still think that I'm not sold that it's a sweep. I think it's a blowout one way or the other. I think either oh. Toronto, I think Toronto kills Philly and Philly throws up the white flag and says, I don't know, we will get him in game five. Or Toronto goes down by 10 and says, What time's my flight to Cancun? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um mm. let's 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 go, guys. Okay. I, got a flight, I got a flight to catch. Let's go running. <laughs> let's go running clock. So I don't see I don't see a game three situation playing out where it's a burner all the way down, last second possession. I don't know. Wow. And I, I think it's one way or the other. I think Toronto wins it easily or Philly wins it easily. Gotcha. And for Gabe's sake, I hope it's the former. Right. <laughs> it's, it's an easy win for Toronto. <laughs> Utah is laying four and a half points against Dallas Why? at home. Why? I don't know. It's a really good Why? Because it was seven last time, so it's got to be four and a half now. Luca's not going to play, doesn't sound like. Now they're up 2-1. They don't need him to play. They'll let him rest. They'll let him rest. They don't play again until middle of the week. Play Saturday, Wednesday, I think. Or Saturday, Tuesday. Ridiculous. So why not let, I mean, don't, don't play him game four. See if you need him for game five. If you're up three games to one, you don't need him for game five. Just let him sit there and rest more. I don't understand the line. I mean, what, what, what aren't you watching? Dallas is not concerned. They've changed the way they play. Hey, they were 13 of 23 from three at one point in that game. Maybe they should they get miss. a hand in their face. They could Maybe. miss. <laughs> well, the corner three, corner three, corner three, corner three, over and over and over again. The corner three. It's uncontested. Yeah. There's not even a hand in the face. Nope. I mean, so that's going to change. Like, obviously, Kid and the Mavs are out coaching them. They're out playing them. They're out shooting them. I'd make the line three and a half. Give me some Utah money. I like Dallas. I still like Dallas. Yeah, four and a half seems heavy. Can't seems make it over two baskets. I don't think, but I mean. It should be two, two and a half. Well, you put it at three and a half and see what they do with it. Because if you, I mean, if you want the Utah bet, which if I'm in the book, I want the Utah bet. Right. Because I, I mean, I know I made a lot on that game yesterday. The book had, that was the best game for the book. Not just because the dog won outright, mm-hmm. but that line moved from seven and a half to eight and a half because officially Luca was not going to play, and right. then they bet the Jazz, and, and the total went down afterwards. <laughs> and Luca's total went down to two eight and a half, and the game went way over, way over. So, you know, I want that same scenario if I'm in the book. I mean, right. it was one of those ones like, oh, they're betting the Jazz because Luca's not playing. Like I knew Luca wasn't playing, and I still like the Mavericks. I feel the same way about Saturday. Wow. So you think they go home up 3-1? Yes. Wow. How about yes. that? Yes. Hell of a coaching job if that ends up. If, if that happens. Oh. Utah's – I mean, I, I agree. I mean, Utah, New Orleans, Chicago, these teams have played above their heads here, and they're, they're kind of coming back to their, their true form, in my opinion, as we get deeper – excuse me, deeper into the playoffs. All right, Boston, Brooklyn. All I know is I'm betting Brooklyn first quarter. That's it. <laughs> That's all I know. I hit it last time. I'm gonna bet it again. Ah. Brooklyn minus one, minus half a half a point, whatever it is, first quarter. Other than that, Dave, I have no I have no idea what to do with this game. None. I don't either. This is a really hard game to call. Because it, does Brooklyn have any balls? We're gonna find out a lot. Yep. About a lot. 
I mean, Kevin Durant's getting dragged by NBA media right now. This is the worst two-game playoff performance of his career. And it's all, and Ime Udoka literally came up and said that, you know, post-game. He was like, hey, I know Kevin. I coached Kevin. I know how to stop Kevin. And so far, (laughs) he's right. (laughs) But at home, is the game going to be called differently for Brooklyn? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Honestly, this is like, I don't know. I understand this number. I do. It's three and a half, right? This is the same argument I just was making for Utah. Right. Right. The number's perfect because you're getting the people that are going, they have to get, they have to win this game. Mm-hmm. Series is over if they don't win this game. Yep. Durant has to play better. You would think. You're going to get people to lay it, but you're also going to get people that are like, did you see what the Celtics did in those games, especially game two? Physical, but not fouling defense, pushing him around, like making it hard. They got in Kyrie's head in the stands, but also made him give up the ball. He, I mean, just deny, deny, deny. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I know I can't wait. I can't wait to fucking watch this game. I swear. Like, Me too. Me and you both. The, the hype is real. So r- r- real quick, since we're on this game, so I can kind of tease this a little bit. Yeah. So what's really fun about watching McAfee's show is that McAfee does a really good job of teasing big things coming down the pike. Yes. Things are supposed to come out. And then it came out. He was teasing it. And then somebody jumped the gun and reported that they're talking to Amazon about doing some stuff. So the guys had to talk about it today. As to like, they're like, I don't know, maybe it'll happen, maybe it's not. I don't know. It's we don't, blah, 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 blah. but you guys, both you, Matt and Dave, babe, you both know what we've been working on, what we're talking about coming up. So I just got an email. We actually have a start date for the announcement that we will make later about the thing we were working on. Oh, so we actually, I got just, just got the email. So should be fun. It's coming. It's oh, uh, we we have a cool announcement coming in a couple of weeks for for the show. So good. Um. Be watching for that is the tease. Right. Uh, I am watching this game. I will be in-game betting this game, and I will be cheering my ass off for Boston to knock out this team and take down the Nets. I will, I will never be more happy to be wrong about the Celtics than this. They get past Brooklyn. The entire Eastern Conference better wake up and watch out because <laughs> this feels... this for weeks before. I know, but I am Now still- you're in? They got to beat Brooklyn for you to be in. I'm still in my soul. I am still a Bostonian. Okay. I am still from my city. I was raised in the eighties. I was raised in the nineties. I have watched. I never believe my team is as good until they do it. People were telling me that the Patriots are going to win the world, win the Super Bowl in 2001. Like watch out for them. Like, shut up. Like they've been so bad. Give me a break going into the game against the Rams. I was like, just please don't get blown out. Just please don't get blown out. They were 14 point dogs. Yep. <laughs> just please don't get blown out. And yeah. they won the damn game outright. So like I'm, yeah. I, I don't, I try not to mix. I feel more comfortable betting against my team than I do betting on my team to be quite right. honest. I feel more, I see the board better. Like I'm betting the Rays today against the Red Sox. I see the board better when I bet against my team 
Then I went, I bet you I let this Hannah guy cloud your thinking. No, not clouding my thinking. It's always been, I mean, I, I, I think he's right. I mean, that's what it, it, John and I have been talking about that way of betting for the way what he has done for like seven years now. So like he's been doing it for a long time. We go back and forth DMing on Twitter and whatnot. And I'm always just like, you betting against the Patriots. Yep. Okay. Let's go. It's just what he does. And it's, he, he's, he's sacrificing units to the gods, essentially. It's, it's just, you know, <laughs> so going ahead and having to give it up so our team can win. So it, I feel the same exact uh, way here with, with that. So, all right, Memphis and Minnesota, what, what the hell are we doing with a two and a half point line for a team that blows a 20 point? I mean, d- does Minnesota even want to be there after what the hell happened in game three? Oh, for sure. For sure. I think I this, got it. I, I, yeah, my first thought is Minnesota. Okay. In this one, only because, well, here's the, here's the, to back you up. Cat in game one sucked in game two was awesome. Game three sucked. Does game four happen? Does he, is he awesome in game four? Mike he awesome. He better is awesome. Well, and cat better be awesome. Cat better be awesome. To let he's in the chat screaming in all caps. He always you don't does. have to scream in all caps in the chat, people. He just Please. puts it on. It, it's not screaming. It's just he just he types it even when he's being quiet. He just oh, he's very excited to let. No, he just that's how he he. It's always all caps. Everything. Oh, right. okay, just, good. All right, I didn't his, know that. To let him keep doing what you're doing. That's his thing. His thing is right. to write all in big caps. That's fine. Um, yeah, my first thought is Minnesota here. I, you see Pat Bev, given uh. Giving his guys too 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 small every time he went to the hoop and he gave the little he put his hand down like you too short. It was so much fun last night watching that game. I felt like I was watching like a young kid AAU game. I know. Like I'm Pat Bev can do all this shit when he wins. Can't blow two 20 point leads and be jacking around like that. Wasn't his fault. Doesn't matter. Can't do that. Can't do that. Uh -uh. Correct. Can't do that. This is this is this is a playoff game, dude. You're down two one. Mm-mm. Not smart. Waking up the beast. Don't wake teams up. You got them down. Don't give them a reason to get up. Yeah, just put them to sleep. You're right. Um, I'm 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 leaning Minnesota. Okay. And I love Memphis. I mean, the thought of Memphis and Golden State in the second round series is going to be spectacular. In game for me. Oh, not Lord. Three. This yeah. is not a this is not a pregame bet for me. This is an in-game wait and see. Team whatever team gets down by double digits, take the dog. Have we gotten to the point with the total where we can now go over and have a shot? Memphis and Minnesota, it's 232. Two games ago it was 241. Last night it was 237. The books like the hell with this. They're not scoring. It's 232. 232 and a half. Mm-hmm. Are we are we ready to go over yet or no? No. I know, right? No. <laughs> you gotta wait and see. No. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not ready to go over there yet. Uh uh-uh. There was I was watching yeah. that game while I was on the air with Sports Grid, and there was someone on the floor on every single yes. possession. Somebody was getting hit or knocked out or ran into a screen or something. I love that. It is some that. physical basketball, but there were no free throws. They weren't going to the foul line. So you see these games, they get played like that. It's under, 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 under. They don't get the foul shots. With the, they don't get the points scored with the, with the clock stopped. And the runs, the runs in that game were ridiculous. 
I don't know if we'll have that again, but I think we'll have something close. Mm. Absolute in-game betting dream. Okay, so we got a couple of really cool things happening this weekend that might get overshadowed a little bit. We'll talk about the heavyweight fight later, but yes, Vegas and Dallas. This is going to be a game Tuesday, right? Yeah, but we've got it has to be set up because they both play a game this weekend. Yes, they do. And they both have to win. Yes, they do. For it to set up with Vegas being down by two points. There's four games left. Vegas and Dallas both played this weekend. Do they both win to set this up for Tuesday? Being the playoff game that we're talking about. Let's see. I'm concerned about Vegas not holding up their end of the bargain after how they had to come back from behind against the Washington Capitals. So Vegas is at home against San Jose. They'll be a three dollar yep. favorite. They're going to win. Okay, that game's on Sunday. Sunday, Dallas plays Saturday. When does Dallas play? Uh, Dallas plays on Saturday, Saturday against, against the Kraken. They're three dollar favorites. They're going to win. You would hope, but we've seen three dollar favorites lose recently. <laughs> Oh, too five, often in the NHL. We've seen $5 favorites lose. Yeah, recently. they did. You got to yeah. be a $5 favorite to lose. No, I think both teams win. Okay. Um, the Sharks have been uncompetitive the last couple of weeks. The Kraken have been a little better recently. They, I mean, that's no shoe in for Dallas, but Kraken beat, both win. Uh, Kraken beat the Stars in the second game 4-1 to one back on the 3rd of April. Yeah. That's so, that. That's the one. I mean, they're twenty. Would that be tremendous? Forty-four and six. They have fifty-eight points so far for Seattle. If see, this is cool because the Knights will know if the Kraken beat Dallas. The Knights play Sunday with the knowledge that if they win, they are tied going into Tuesday. Going into Tuesday, and now the whole mentality. I mean, the whole mentality is playoff game anyway. I don't know who DeBoer is going to play in net. If he plays Leonard in net at this point, the rest of the season, he's telling the brass, he's telling the fans, he's telling everybody, F you, I'm playing my guy. I don't care. I'm going down with the ship. But if he wants the room and wants to actually make the playoffs, he's not playing Leonard. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right, I'm going to roll out a new segment, Dave. I love when you do this. Okay, new segment. I saw this in the rundown. I was pretty excited. Okay, so I'm getting these questions almost daily from people. Now, it's either on Twitter, Discord, email, whatever it might be. People are sending questions, and they're finding out about the show. They're new. They're new betters. Yep. And so I thought this would be a perfect time. We won't do this every day, but when, when it's a logical, you know, I think relevant question, Wait, the boys in the chat just said Leonard shut out for the year. Shut down for the year. He's having surgery. Perfect. Exactly. Bam! That's good. That's actually really good news. So we're calling this Ask the Book. It's a question from Joe on Twitter who who sent me this question. Yes. He wrote it, DM'd me it. said, Matt, I'm a fairly new sports better. I have a genuine question. Why do you care about teams record against the spread or the record against the spread for over under? 
I've noticed on the podcast, you talk a lot about team's record on the over-under against the spread, but doesn't the spread or the over-under change every game? So their record against it shouldn't really matter. Wouldn't their average points per game and other teams' points given up per game matter more? Again, I'm pretty new, so let me know if I'm thinking about this the wrong way. I know how I would answer this, but it's asked the book. How would you answer that question? I love it. I love I don't think you can look at one thing in particular. That's so I think you have to find what works for you and weigh it out. Now, when looking at numbers against the spread, you're able to see things that you may not be able to see with straight up or just looking at raw numbers, how many points you score, how many points you give up. If the books, if somebody has a really good ATS record, to me, formally being in in the book every day, it means I don't have a good grasp on what I want a 500 record for every team at ATS. So you can't figure it out. I don't have to figure it out because I'm taking bets at minus 110. When a team is ATS continually beating the spread, I am not doing my job as the odds maker or as the book. So I think it's useful information. It's not be all end all because it can change like that. But how much stock do you put in it? I how I'd answer that to him is why I don't take the overall team's average points because the books are already doing that to come up with a total. So they're taking average and average, and then they're putting it together, looking at what their power ratings are going to say, who's in, who is out, and coming up with the number that way. So I don't need to do that personally because the books are already doing that for me. My, my point with looking at the average ATS, you know what the what the record is, is like you're talking about like the Bulls at home against a divisional opponent. The books have had a really hard time finding the bottom of a number, what to put up, because the games kept on going under, 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 and they kept on putting up lower and lower totals, and it kept on dropping down, down, down. So that tells me the books don't know yet really what to do, and they're afraid of putting it too low, because then they're going to get hit with a max play on the over, and the game goes over, and they lose. So they got to play defense on that professional better. So I want to know what the number is, what the basement, they'll, the, the lowest number they'll put up, and then do I think the game could still go under? And so I just kept on betting the unders in that. And Dallas at home is the same way. Dallas at home, they're having a tough time figuring it out. So I like the ATS record because they, the books are telling me by that number that they're struggling to figure this team out. They don't yeah. know what to do with this team yet. So I think the record does matter. But again, like I talked about with the Bulls game tonight, I bet I bet over on the Bulls and the Bucks today because I, I, I think we hit the bottom. You're so we have to in the trend, right? You you got to find the basement. So like you got to right. find what that number is to you that they get to the lowest number, and then you turn around and start betting over. So eventually, because the books will adjust, and teams like okay, let's take Alabama in the first half football for instance. Okay, so Alabama first half, you know, against the spread has been a last five years has been a bet that everyone has made almost blindly. And it's if made there's money. 12 games, they go nine and three or better okay. every year. And the books are constantly putting the number at seven and a half or eight where the number probably should be four or five, but they're having to jack it up because everyone's betting it. So they're playing defense. Correct. And Bama keeps on covering it. So I like their ATS number there because the books can't find a number to put it. Cause they can't put it at 10. They put it at 10. The pros are going to bet the under and hammer the under. 
and then it's going to be an eight point seven point lead. Or take, and, you're going to take the dog, not right? The other, they're going to take the dog. Sorry, yeah, take yeah, dog. Sorry, yeah, yeah. To, to take the dog on that. Yeah. So, like that to me is the number. Their record against the spread tells me how the book is handling that particular bet, and they're losing doing it. So I'll ride the streak and just keep on betting it until the book figures it out. Matty Bonvi is an hour and 20 minutes late to the show, but he just welcomed. He said he apologizes for being late. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Matthew. Prince um, office here now. You're punishing people for being late. No, 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 not punishing, not punishing, just welcoming them, making sure that I, I'm still paying attention to the chat. Um, I think it's a very good tool, but for somebody new, you, you have to caution them. Don't just blindly bet on a team because they're 10 and two against the spread early in the season. Right. Ideally that number, the best record in an NFL and regular season with 16 games, because it's still 16 games, except for last year was 12 and four. But if the books could, could sign up everybody to be eight and eight, and the that is ideal. You and if the, the books are doing their jobs, you'll see. Go back and look at ATS records against the spread for NFL the past five years. Everybody is usually nine and seven, ten and six occasionally, eight and eight, seven and nine are the most common. Nine and seven, eight and eight, seven and nine. And occasionally you get a six and ten. And when teams are really bad, like the Jets a couple years ago were like three and thirteen. You just bet against them, bet against them. Those are indicators that the book, like you said, is struggling to find that number. We used to go through that all the time. I would be like, look, this team keeps covering. Just add another point to the side. Or the games go under all the time. Make it lower. So last year, the best record ATS in the NFL, Dallas Cowboys, 13 and 5. Worst, 5 and 12. Carolina and Jacksonville, both 5 and 12. Litany of teams, six and 11, seven and nine and one, eight and 10, eight and nine, 10 and 11, 10 and 10, nine and eight, nine and eight, 10 and eight. The vast majority. You're not adding of, up the numbers right. What are you talking about? 10 and eight. There's 17 games. Nope. 10 and, and seven. They, they, this is all games. Oh, you've got the playoff records in there Correct. too. Oh, okay. Good. That's this even is, better. That's good. All, this is the full season ATS, in, including every game. Oh, wow. All, okay. All, all season long, every game played for these teams. So, the only teams that made money, real money, Miami was nine, seven, and one. Arizona and the Patriots and the, and the Titans were 10 and eight. So depending on the juice you paid for them, you may have made money betting on those teams, but 10 and eight is depending on the juice. You might have actually broken even or even lost money depending upon what the juice you, you, you were betting on. But the only teams you could say that definitely made money in the NFL last year, San Fran, 12 and eight, Detroit eleven and six, Cincy four and uh, fourteen and seven, Green Bay twelve and six, and Dallas thirteen and five. Rest of the league was either flat or you lost money. Damn son, did you say Detroit? Oh yeah, eleven and six. They were phenomenal ATS last year. Remember that they they went like a five year, a five week mark where they won every game. Their ATS. I know that you know that. I'm just saying that for the people listening to the show. Oh. And I'll say it again, Detroit. You don't have to be a winning team. No. To be good ATS. Five so, teams in the NFL, you can make a case that definitely made money. Of the 32, five made money. It's hard. For sure. <laughs> ATS. It's hard. That's why I tell people all the time, 
Betting the NFL is fun. It's one day a week. Yes, it's really damn hard. Like, find some things to bet on in the basketball and the baseball and the hockey. There's some other stuff to maybe find where you can get softer numbers, a little more consistency in winning. Joe, great question. Are we going to do this every day or once a week? Or what was the plan when, for this? Whenever I get a question like that, that I think could spur a really fun conversation, Bam. we'll do ask the book. So if it's every day, it's every day. If people you want to DM me, the best Send way. questions. So Let's at go. Sports Talk Matt, DM me. My DMs are open. At Sports Talk Matt, if you guys have a question for Dave, you can go ahead and write me a question. I'm not going to promise you every day. Like yesterday, we hit a guest. There's no way I would fit this in right. on, a day, on a day we have a guest. Yeah. But on a day we don't have a guest, we have a little extra time and a question pops up. Yes, I think Ask the Book is a pretty cool pretty cool way of, of getting people's questions answered that you can, you can, ask, you can ask Dave. All right, time for the Props.com story of the day. A little baseball action for us here to get into with our Props.com story of the day. So... Look, baseball betting is going to get kind of washed over a little bit here, uh, but I I think it's interesting to look at the Blue Jays today. Verlander on the mound. It's an interesting game because of the number in my mind. I'm surprised that the Jays are plus 150 on this. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like you want to jump in here on Toronto? Verlander's on the mound, I know, but man, the Jays at plus 150 feels kind of tasty. Sure does, but have you seen how good Verlander's been? Yeah. I mean, he's Verlander. He's getting, he's, he's, and he's, he's getting the swings and misses. Yeah. Tommy which, John surgery, sometimes these guys come back better. I mean, there are, there are sometimes they put something arms. in there. Yeah. I'm telling you, sometimes Bionic. they put something in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Henry Weinengarten. Remember that movie? No. The little kid, be, you know, fell and his his arm became a super arm and he was he was a better pitcher after. It's like a um, soldier type of thing. Yeah, I can't remember the name movie. It was the Cubs. <laughs> of course, it was the only way the Cubs could win. Do you know the who the Winter series. Soldier is, by the way? Winter Soldier? Is it that an Avengers movie? Yeah, there you go. Yes, he's an Avenger. Yes. I think Rookie yeah. of the Year is the, the name of that movie. Isn't it? Rookie of the Year. At a boy, Farrah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. As always. The millennial, always. The millennial comes up and gives you the movie. I, <laughs> I knew what it was. I was just thinking, <laughs> somebody's texting me, how do I hedge a bet? I got an in nine teamer, an eight or in. Like people are. That's pretty easy. Just bet the other side. <laughs> that's listen, 25% new to betting. 25% profit go ahead and bet the other side lock it in it's raining here wow yeah it's raining i haven't seen rain in a long time wow like a real rain wow that's cool yeah. um you like the jades you're you going you're going with the astros you're gonna lay the minus 170 it keeps me it keeps me off i mean exactly. this is one of those ones that yes you want to take the jays because the price is just how many times are you going to get the Jays at this price? Right. Not too often. <laughs> Plus um, Almost too good to be true, in my opinion, right yeah. now. Only because Verlander's been that good. You guys can read the full breakdown on props.com. Matt Jacobs has got it for you with the Blue Jays and the Astros. Atta boy, MJ. And the and the angles you guys could go with with, the, with this one. Uh, Altuve is not playing on this one. He's the only real significant player not to play in this game, but... Man, plus one fifty. That's that just feels like really plus one fifty. It's 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 excessively priced, but that's that's the book saying you guys want to come get the Blue Jays. We got a special today. Come and get it. You got stripling on the mound. Good luck with that. But the Astros aren't hitting. The game goes under. I mean, the best bet in that thing is under for me. Eight. It was nine. I'm good with going under. Putting at nine. Now it's eight. I come down a full run. 
You saw nine last night? According to Matt Jacob, that's what the opening number at DraftKings was. Matt Jacob in the, in the article says open number was nine. We're going to have to start looking at DraftKings overnights. Maybe yep. a little bit charm and soft with those numbers. That's interesting. Yeah, nine is nine. Yeah. So it's eight, it's eight now. It's now a full run from, from the opener on that. So, all right, time now for Better to Book It. Better to Book It's being brought to you by Fliff, the social sports book. You can play for free to win real money. Sign up today at getfliff.com. Use the promo code PROPS for a 25 deposit bonus, 25 buck deposit bonus. Terms and conditions apply. I've been playing around with Fliff, by the way. Fliff is kind of fun. It's a fun little, you can play with coins or you can play with money. It's kind of neat. It's kind of a neat little twist. You can throw around and do things. And it has all the options like every other book does, but. They call it a social sports book. So it's pretty cool. Check it out. All right. Here's the parlay. Suns minus a half a point. Bucks minus one and a half. And Atlanta minus one. Let me double check on that. Though. All first quarters? All first quarters. Hold on. Let me double- say that. All right. Now you said it. First double- quarter. Suns just leading. Bucks got to win by two. Yes. Hawks got to win by two. Hold on one second. Let me make sure I've got th- this game is confusing. Who is the favorite here in this game in the first quarter spread? Yeah, it's the Heat. Okay, I was right. It is. It is Miami. Yeah, Miami. Miami minus a half a point. I was. I was right the first time, Matt, when I sent it. I flipped this around. It's rain as you all fucked up. Yeah, sorry. Plus six sixty with the Heat, not the Hawks. That's my bad. <laughs> Polly Rath chimed in. Henry Rowan Gardner. That was the kid's name in Rookie of the Year. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> um, parlay first quarter. You do this three-team parlay on Friday. Yep. We're coming so close. Although last week, I think we went one of one three. three. He went yeah. one and two last week. One, the one week before is two and three. Two and three, right. Um, Suns and Bucks. I think you just do it by yourself and forget about the Heat game. You want to parlay that? I would prefer to just do Suns and Bucks first quarter. Personally, I like that. That's a I was going to say but you I go got, two or three, and I'm yeah. worried about the Heat. That's the exactly heat, what yeah. I was going to say. The Heat game, I just I'm, I'm all messed up on obviously because I don't know what side I bet. So like it's all, <laughs> but I, I I'm all messed up on that game. So like I don't. But the, the two plays I like to bet would be Suns Bucks. Go ahead and parlay those two together first yeah. quarter. I like that. That's only a plus two seventy five bet. Doesn't qualify. So it'd be a perfect opportunity for newbies to do a little round robin by twos and by threes. You get two out of three. If you bet five bucks, how, what, what that bet's going to cost you? Five what? away, it's going to cost 20 bucks. Eh, not bad. Try it out. Just push the button. <laughs> See what you can do. Because <laughs> right. you'll come out slightly ahead if, you, if, you're, if they're all one tens. And they are. They yeah. are all intense. Yeah. So not bad. All right, Bucks minus two and a half. Told you. I think the Bucks are. I think Giannis are. I think Giannis and company. I think they're going to be on one tonight. I think the game. We'll do that next. But Bucks minus two and a half. Betting and are booking it. Wait, we got Zach is in the UK. Sure, we got global in the UK listening to us right now. Yes, watching us. Man, I know there's a guy. I know there's somebody in Ireland who watches the show. Uh, I know there's somebody in Mexico who watches countries. Yeah. International baby. Starting on this rocket ship. I love it. Um, Bucks minus two and a half. You're not scared. You're not afraid at all. Nope. 
This like is the your, perfect public dog fade. I like your confidence. There, everyone's on the Bulls. This is a Bulls public dog. Listen, the public's been rolling. Don't discount yeah, the public's fine. opinion right but, now. They've been riding these favorites and all this other shit. They they they've stepped on the on the on the bear's foot hard. They're getting the horns tonight. Giannis prop over scoring. Yep. yep. Points, Bucks rebounds, assists over for Giannis. Oh, combine it all. Points, rebounds, assists. Giannis. I over. get worried about his assist number. But it's a total number, so I just need him to have a bunch of rebounds. So he goes for 40 and 10 boards. We're going to get there. Normally, right. the number is like 51, 52, somewhere in that range for Giannis. All right, we'll bet this. Bucks win. But yeah, I think the Bucks. And then I like the over. It's gone down. I bet over 223 I last disagree night. disagree with this. Okay, you like the under? I do. I'm booking this one. Okay. I'm not. I mean, you give me all the numbers, and we've been riding this, and now you now you want to flip. I'm, I can't do it. I'm going to ride this thing I'll down give the, again. The, well, I mean, I'm worried okay. about the blow up. This this could be bucks one twenty to. All right. Well, then 100. I go one. I go one and one on the on the plays if that happens. But the reason why I think that doesn't happen is, or if it does happen, I, I get 130 points out of the bucks, and it's one thirty one hundred. Okay, so we cover. Which, by the way, was the score when they played, um, let's see, when they played at home against Milwaukee on, uh, let's see, it was, they played, it was 231 on the 5th of, of, of April, total 231, final score 127-106. Game went over by two points. Okay. So, I am recreating that game tonight. Milwaukee, oh. Milwaukee, big. They score 120. They score 130. Bulls score 100, 106. And we go over. That was 231. This is 222 and a half or 223 when I bet. You may have found the bottom. I mean, 240 and a half when they played at home against Milwaukee, the first game was 240 and a half was the, was the number final score was 118, 112 bucks win under by 10 and a half points, meaning it would have gotten over 223. Right. So that's, I just think we've gotten to the bottom. I just think that this is people are going right. to bet this. It should have pushed or gone over in the last game. Missed free throw went over by half a point. If you bet 224 and a half, you didn't win by a missed free throw. Game landed 224. I got Paulie Rath in the chat right now looking to find a Buffalo Bills hat. <laughs> I can tell you this. Why? The 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 store at Fashion Show, um, they have a lot of Buffalo Bills hats. Why? And the, the store, he's going out to the he's going out to the outlets to see if he can get a BVB hat made today. Whoa. Paulie Rath. How about that? Whoa. He's going to the he's going to the South Outlets to go see Corbin. Corbin is the guy that they, did all my hats so far. Okay. Tell him, you know, you know Dave and Matt, and the the BVB logo is in there. And I guess you can pick a hat and have it whatever colors he wants made. Wow, so he's going to do that. But the Buffalo Bills hat selection at the Lid Store on the Strip at Fashion Show or at Circa, they had the most. So. Good luck finding that, Paul. Yeah, Circa, Circa did have a lot. I, I yeah, and I mean, SoCal just said the public sides are all the favorites. I mean, they are. They they are. And and I think 
uh, two of three win. I don't know. And this game goes this game. I think this game goes under, but you could have found the bottom and it could go over. Um, let me do I have any emails in my inbox from the books to tell me where the numbers are? I do not at the moment. I delete them all the time. So <laughs> I get them, I delete them. I don't look at them anymore. I used to look at them, now I don't care. But uh I don't have I don't have the numbers, but J Dow bets, we're working on the hatch thing, buddy. Don't do not worry. But a lot of people want the hatch, man. We I know they do. I, 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 I know they do. Monday we should have an update. Suns minus one and a half, favorite bet of the day. Betting in a book. This is it. more favorite bet of the day than the Bucks. Oh yeah, I'm all. I, you I, ain't scared of nothing. Not in this game. Pelicans aren't good. All right, they're not good. The Suns. This is. I'm getting a bargain basement price on a Rolls Royce. Like this is. Yeah, but did you check under the hood? Yeah, I got a 700 horsepower engine that's got a missing, you know, piston. <laughs> It'll still fire. It'll still go 100 miles an hour. Just won't go as smoothly. Your 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 beaming confidence today is actually it's it's scaring some people in the chat, scaring me a little bit. You sure. are really pumped up today, son. I it's not that I'm pumped up. Is I, I these are the times I tell you all the time. Every once in a while, I think I see the board well, and I think these are True. two. I think these are two overreactions. True. And I've been wrong before. True. Hundred percent. I could be wrong again, but. I'm getting a team that should win this game by two points 80% of the time. This bet should cash eight out of 10 times. Maybe nine. Okay. <laughs> this, this How bet, the hell are the Pelicans going to beat the Suns back to back games? This bet should be, this bet should be there. I mean, for 52% BPI chance to win, according to ESPN. Get out of here. That it's BPI 80. is some bullshit yes. percentage index. I 80, mean, 80%. Forget 52. This is an 80% bet to cash. You know, I say no, no shit all the time. I've been looking at this BPI index thing going, where do they come up with these numbers? Like, seriously, the Suns are 52% today. Yeah. Can I bet your BPI index bullshit <laughs> number? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yep. I agree. I mean, we're either. Gonna drive this car off the lot, and the goddamn tires are gonna fall right off <laughs> before we even get one light down the road, or we're gonna be driving like this, macking it all the way down the boulevard. It's one of two things. Yep. I mean, this could be like I said, we could get hooked. Uh, they got us, and we're going. Damn, that's why they made that line one and a half. Well, then we'll like them more in game four. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Pelicans got their off. one. Yes, like they, they got their one. Two. They got That's their it. one. And the overreaction with Booker, I don't think it really matters. Booker matters in the next round a ton. In this round, it doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. Suns need the rest. Get through this guy. Stop playing around. Don't play with be, your food. Be the ultimate Chris Paul jinx if they don't win <sighs> this round. If they don't win this, series. especially because he played for the Pelicans. That's what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, what the ultimate troll would would that be? And then finally, raise money line. Michael Walker's been on the mound for the Red Sox. He's got he's pitched well in two games. I don't get it. I also don't buy it. So I got Corey Kleber going on the other side. Friday night games at the Trop are nightmares for Red Sox fans. This is they 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 don't win this game. Red Sox lose this game. Raise money line. Betting and booking it. Minus 135 last night? Yeah, what is it now? 
155. There's the CLV I was looking for. Yeah. I thought that number was messed up. What in the hell were these people thinking at 135? I wouldn't um, have bet it. at 155. I wouldn't have bet it, but at 135, I was like, "Yep." I was like, "Thanks, I'll take it." It opened 130 actually. Are you looking at win bet again for the openers, or what are you looking at? I was DraftKings last night. Oh man, people, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to watch this. I used to love doing the overnights because it would be like you know, be working Thursday night, the NBA games were going on, and you know, we had a thing where we were putting up the overnights. We were trying to be first. We were trying to be second, just to give the longer shelf life. You just wanted more bets and maybe somebody was betting them and you saw some stuff and some numbers from some other books. So you'd be like, man, are you on the take? Because there ain't no way that number should be that low. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Kershaw minus minus one sixty. you know, it's going to open $2 in the morning. Like Tampa Kluber's not Kluber, but, but he's been Walker, good though. He's been good. He's been good. But like, are they? I don't even think either pitcher is going to pitch five innings. No, I would agree. Right, and that and that's why I bet. Normally, I'd say first five. I'm fading the Red Sox bullpen because the bullpen yeah. bullpen against the Blue Jays was really good for the Red Sox. It's fool's gold. Like that's that that bullpen is not a sub one point five ERA bullpen. Just Boston, you just negative all the time. Like not neg- just, it's it's reality. Score. I told you. I see when I see warts Damn. on my own team, I'm much clearer picture. I can see it much easier than I do on other teams. It's harder to see my team when they're good and to see them for what they really are, like the Celtics, as to how good they are. It's really easy to see when they're problematic. And Boston's bullpen's a problem. In particular against Tampa on the road is a problem. It is a problem. I like I like Tampa. We're betting this. I can't believe the number's much more accurate. It's got to be a minimum of 150. Like you yeah. can't, I mean, it just can't be that number. So um we'll go against Walker. We'll go against the Red Sox bullpen. We'll fade it, whatever you want to do. That's fine. All right. My favorite thing about today. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to go first on this because it's part, it's part of better to book it in a way. It's kind of a continuation. Yep. We get a heavyweight fight tomorrow at two o'clock. Eastern time. Go. It's 11 a.m. Our time. Oh, I thought it was 2 p.m. Our time. I thought it was 2 Eastern for the fight. Oh, shit. 11 a.m.? I'm pretty sure it's 11 a.m. fight time. It's a, yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Card begins at 1 p.m., 2 p.m. Eastern. The fight will most likely, the reason why you know that is because the fight most likely starts at 5 p.m. So it's 2 2 p.m. our time when the the main event will go off. The card starts, though, at 2 p.m. Eastern. So between, so generally speaking, it's three hours for the boxing? Normally, yeah. I mean, you'll probably have five fights, four or five fights on that. Yeah. That's Damn, that's a long it's a pay-per-view. They're charging like 80 bucks on the pay-per-view. So, and it's, yeah. So you've got that. I just think when I love the fact that we've got a heavyweight fight into another heavyweight fight with Boston and Brooklyn, that you kind of have your sports watching, if you like boxing, kind of all tied up together between these two. The only way I would say to bet that fight is by knockout or the over potentially, but I, I think Fury does knock out Dylan White. And I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of resistance, although I don't think there's much value in just betting unless you want to parlay with all your bets on Saturday, add in Wilder money line to all of them. 
Add in who? Add in, sorry, sorry, Tyson Fury. Sorry, excuse me. Looking at the wrong things. Looking Don't at Fury. Giving sorry. people to stop. Like, come sorry. on. So five. So it's a minus five fifty. If you take it like minus five fifty, and you want to come in and you want to take on Saturday, you want to take you know Boston, you know money line per se, and that's plus one eighty one. You know you can do that. You can add the you can add the Fury victory to all of your parlays, all your all your straight bets. You can just add just that. straight money line or victory by decision or by minus, minus five fifty. Just. Just straight money line. Just don't play around with it. I think he knocks him out. But, I mean, weird things. When, when I'm looking to do a parlay like that, I just want to make sure I'm getting the W. So, just a heads up. He's not losing. Okay? He he is not losing. Is it his last fight? No. It's his last fight for a while. He will fight Deontay Wilder one more time. There's no way he'll, he'll let that go. Too, Too big of a... Too much money. Too big of a fight. Too much money. But Fury can win. He'll have all the belts. I mean, his size difference between him and Dylan White. I don't know if you guys saw the the, the face off yesterday, but he literally started to do this to him. He started tapping him on his head. He's so much bigger than Dylan White. So <laughs> much longer. So much bigger. Like, I, there's just no way. I, I mean, it would be one of the biggest upsets in recent memory. Even though there is money coming in on White, the number has come down. On Fury. Oh wow! It was higher. It was plus six hundred, plus seven hundred. Now it's five fifty. It always does. They bet yeah. the dog. Bet a little to win a lot. Yep. And then the favorite just knocks him out. Yep. So Fury I, losing his fight. No, 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 he's not losing this fight. Not at Gypsy King. Not at not at this where it is. So for my favorite thing about today is really tomorrow that we we get through Friday, good games today, and then we have a hell of a. Saturday for sports. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> My turn. Yeah, your turn. Um, well said. Uh, I'm enjoying the NBA playoffs as much as anybody. I'm enjoying the show. I hope everybody has been enjoying being a part of the show. But my favorite thing about today is that it's raining outside. That's your favorite thing about today? I mean, seriously, I don't my know. Allergies, if be- my nose is so itchy. It's awful. I can't stop it. It's driving me crazy. I just need the wind to stop. The rain has stopped the wind temporarily. True. So I need the wind to stop. But the problem with rain is that the rain, when it hits the ground, it throws all the crap up into the air that the wind blew and put it on the ground. That's the yeah, problem. The next couple of days are going to be. It brutal. gets worse. That's my problem. My allergies are worse, and when it rains than when it's windy. So I'm getting double hit on this. I I know, and you're right. But I'm just glad it's raining. We can breathe a little bit. The air will be clean tomorrow for at least an hour, and then all that allergy shit will blow, and then it will be yeah. like I'll be wearing glasses and all the videos and everything else. But <laughs> I. Uh, Looking forward to a great weekend. Should be and a lot of fun. We might have to do a Twitter spaces. Colin. You teased it last week, and then you blew it off. So like, can't like give the. You gotta f- stay on me. I got a lot of shit going on. I'm not staying on you. If you want to do it, you gotta tell me. Hey, I want to do it. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll go ahead and. What are you doing right now? I'm like, okay, I can do it now. I want to do it now. Sure. Like, all right. What time's your first NBA game tomorrow? Early. Early first NBA game tomorrow is. Oh no, it's like it's four o'clock. Wow. That's a weird stagger. Seven o'clock Eastern, eight thirty Eastern, nine thirty Eastern. 
Saturday. What are you talking about? 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, Saturday. Time. Sorry. I'm talking about tonight. I'm sorry. I'm talking about tonight. Oh. So it's 11 a.m. is the first one. Yeah. 11 Eastern, 2 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 Eastern, 7.30 Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern. So we do a Twitter Spaces preview in the NBA at 10 a.m. our time tomorrow? Works for me. Twitter Spaces, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. Recap, qu- recap quickly tonight. Hopefully we'll be pounding our chest, telling everybody we knew. <laughs> The Suns were going to destroy them. The Bucks were going to destroy them. Or, or we'll, we'll have to call a mechanic, <laughs> come fix the car, because we got a lemon. And then we can talk about the Saturday games with a little more shirt. detail, yeah. as well as the fight. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll give you bets on the fight, too. And there's a UFC cartoon tomorrow night, so I can give you some, some bets on the UFC Is it cartoon. good? No, it sucks, but it's fine. It's, it's, it's a UFC card. Wouldn't say it's good, but it's okay. I mean, some some okay okay fights. Nothing that will like move a needle up against what it's going up against. But right. I mean, Macy Barber is fighting, so that's that's not horrible. So you have a couple of decent names, but we can break it down. Is that spring game tomorrow too? Spring game is tomorrow, five o'clock our time. Tomorrow, we may have a really full busy day tomorrow. Probably not going to be where I'm at, given that it's up against the Celtics game. So, oh God, yeah. That's what oh, I, was, boy. I checked that. I was like, oh, so that's not going to happen. Terrible timing. Yeah, I need to make tomorrow. Tomorrow is a I, I am debating whether I'm going to cook tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow might be a smoker day. We, 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 we may need to smoke some meats tomorrow. Stay tuned for the Twitter spaces. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll do all that. So <laughs> let's he's, go. He's Dave. I am Matt. Have a phenomenal weekend. Twitter spaces at Boston versus the book on Twitter. Go follow that account. If you haven't followed it yet, go follow it. And then you'll know when we go live for Twitter spaces tomorrow at, well, 10 o'clock approximately. Our time, 10 o'clock, right? 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern. Eastern. Okay, make sure 10 our time, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you Monday for the Bostonian versus the book.